Welcome to the P-Money Show, where your host, Paulina Salazar, talks real estate. So we'll maybe go around the room, Sean, if you want to start off introducing yourself. Yeah, hi, this is Sean, Sean Torres with Cross Country Mortgage, located here in Carlsbad, and we do mortgage lending in all 50 states. Nice. Thank you. Tanya? Hi, Tanya Gonzalez. I'm with New Venture Escrow. I've been a sales executive with New Venture for about eight years now. Uh, we service all of California. Thank you. Go ahead, Samantha. I'm Samantha Belzer with Lawyers Title, and we're part of the world's largest title company. I've grown up in real estate and born and raised in San Diego. Thank you. All right, Andrea. Hey, Andrea, also known as Dre. I am um, part on your team over at New Venture Escrow. Been with the company for about two and a half years now, uh, learning the ropes from Tanya and, yeah, servicing all of California. Gracias. And Sandra. Uh, it's Sandra. I'm a real estate agent in training. I'm still waiting to get my license. I am working under the greatest agent ever. Her name's Paulina. Yeah, I love it. Love it. All right. So let's just jump right in. Um, a lot of questions that I get are even on the sell side and the buy side. So maybe we can start with the buy side. We'll go around in a circle and then we'll move on to the sell side. Um, but closing costs are a big part of a real estate transaction. It's pretty much separate from your down payment and we can kind of go around the room as to what that entails, starting off with lender fees or origination fees. I don't know what you call it, Sean. Yeah. So we, they actually do get lumped in as a, as an origination fee and fees are, are, $1,300 is a pretty, is a pretty average lender fee. Uh, ours is 13 is just a little over $1,300. Um, so as far as the loan is concerned, you'll have that. Um, and additionally, you'll have a credit report fee. Those are $50, $60 for an individual. Uh, then um, the other things to consider as far as the loan are your setting up your taxes and insurance, which is not a requirement on all loans, but most most loans have uh, taxes and insurance included into their monthly payments. So we have to set up an impound account. So depending on when you close within the year, you'll have to hold back with the, the bank lenders have to hold uh, money up front so that when the tax has become due, that there's enough money in the escrow account uh, to have the, to, have to be able to be paid. So um, that that's the variable, the variable there being at what point we close during the year. So um, typically we, we estimate to be safe six months worth of taxes and homeowners insurance on a prepaid to be paid up front. So that again, when they become due that their the bank has enough money in the escrow account to pay those um, services. So um, that's the variable uh, I, I would consider uh, you, you need to have a full month of homeowner's insurance paid plus your uh, six months of a monthly tax rate. So um, if, if, if there's ever a question, just talk, talk to your lender and find out um, you know, exactly how much you're going to need to pay in advance, and that will cover most of your lending fees. Okay, so the impound account is just for taxes that are the first six months, and then after that it would become monthly or... 
Can you clarify that? that is, yep, that's correct. So your you're, you're, you're paying it up front, and, and it, it's unfortunately it's listed as a closing cost, because, and which is, in my opinion, not really a closing cost. It, it's just a pass-through of a future expense from the county. So it, once you set up that account, again, you have to remember, taxes are, let's say they're due in November, um, and, we close, and we close in September. Well, you have to have enough money in that account for the taxes to be paid uh, before you start making into your turn it, making your monthly payment. So by that, I mean, once you make the initial deposit into your escrow account, you're, you're prepaid. Then every time you make a monthly mortgage payment, that payment goes into an escrow account with the lender. And at that time, when the next disbursement, the next, you know, when the, when they are next due from the county, the, the bank will have enough money in that account to pay them ongoing. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Tanya and uh, Dre, unless you guys have questions yeah. on something Sean said. Yeah, actually, I was going to say just for any, you know, potential buyers, future buyers. So I, I know that you mentioned that this is also optional, like it is not something that has to be done. So what, what um, is it like best practice? Because it, these are going to have to be paid regardless, right? Like what would you say to a buyer that says, oh, maybe I don't want to pay those up front? Um, if that, does that question make sense? Yeah, good question. That's a great question. So there are certain loans that require them. FHA, every FHA loan requires impound accounts. Uh, and if you're putting less than 5% down on a conventional loan, they require impounds. Um, and then under some circumstances, VA, VA loans, if you have some, uh, if you're lower loan to value, you do not have to uh, impound on VA. That's uh, so. Uh, it really just depends on what type of loan. It used to be a requirement uh, for for almost all loans. Or if you didn't escrow or impound your taxes and insurance, they would penalize you with a, with a higher interest rate. Um, that's not the case anymore. So just remember. Conventional with five percent down is really the only the the guaranteed time that you would not have to impound your taxes and insurance. Got it. Thank you. The alternative would be that you end up paying it um, yourself, Dre. So if you don't pay it monthly to your lender, then you pay it to directly to the county, or you know you pay your taxes directly. And 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 with with technology, uh, banks banks are trying to get as much as much activity from their clients, uh, the lending, the, the institutional banks, Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, they're actually, in some in some counties, they will actually allow you to give them a monthly payment a monthly payment each month. So you can just have an ACA. So you don't want to set it up. If you say, man, that's a really a lot of money I'm putting out at the beginning of the purchase. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of money. This is going to cost me a lot of extra money right now. I don't have it you can actually ask your local bank and see if they will um, collect your monthly payments and, dis- and and disperse them to the county when they become due. It's a pretty cool feature. That is pretty awesome. That's neat. Good to know. Okay, so on escrow fees. So escrow is calculated, uh, and we're talking about the buyers right now, or seller, the buyers, right? Yes. Okay, so for the buyers, I mean, it's the same. It's calculated the same for both buyers and sellers anyways. it's um, For us, it's $2 per thousand plus a four fifty base, and it's based off of the, the sales price of the property. So obviously it changes as the sales price goes up. Um, just giving you a quick example, on an $800,000 um, 
purchase price, the escrow fee would be $2,050. There usually will be a a company service fee. It just really depends on what escrow company you're working with. Um, We have a company service fee of $250. Other escrow company fees will show a bunch of junk fees. Um, Talk prep fee and and different line items that um, it just really confuses the client. So um, for us, we just put it all on one. We can always explain that to the client as to how, how that works. Um, and another fee that ends up coming out for the seller that a lot of times been talked about doesn't come to us, but it, we are the company or the people that handle it is if you have an HOA on your property, sorry, I'm getting confused. I'm talking by uh, sellers now, but, um, and then for the buyers and we're, uh, we also have to do a loan tie-in fee. So with us having to work up the loan documents and there's just a lot more um, work that has to be done when there's a loan tied in, there is a $250 loan tie-in fee. And um, ultimately, as far as escrow goes, that's pretty much it. Sometimes you'll see on your statement, closing statement, that escrow and title are kind of lumped in one little section. But um, I'll kind of let Samantha talk about the title portion of the fees. But, But for the escrow fees, in general, it's just going to be the $2 per thousand plus 450 base, whatever company service fee your escrow company is charging, and then a loan tie-in fee, which for us is $250. Just pretty straightforward. So like for like $800,000, what would be like a rough? So yeah, so for $800,000, you're talking about $2,050 okay. for your, just your escrow fee, plus you're going to add the $250 service fee plus the $250 loan tie-in. Got it. Thanks, Tanya. Uh-huh. So twenty five fifty. Samantha. Sorry, I was trying to unmute myself. <laughs> um, so when it comes to title insurance in Southern California, I think we touched on this a little bit last week. It's a little different than Northern California. We actually kind of operate like two separate states in most transactions. Um, So on most transactions in Southern California, um, I'd say 98% of the time, because right now the market's a little crazy, um, we tend to see that the seller pays for the title policy. So the main owner's policy, which is the larger amount of policies, um, is generally paid by the seller. However, if the buyer is obtaining a loan um, on the property, they will be required to get a lender's policy. Um, through the title company and the lenders policies tend to be it's everything is always based on the sales price so for the lenders policy it's always going to be based off of the loan amount and that's usually a couple hundred bucks anywhere up to a thousand um it just varies on what the loan amount is um and like i said the only time you have a lenders policy on a buy side is if you are getting a loan Um, And that's generally it for the buy side. Unless a buyer were to come in, like in this market, where it's extremely competitive, I have seen lately where buyers really just, they want to outbid everyone and they'll pay for the seller's policy, they'll pay for the homeowner's policy, which usually the sellers pay for. And what's kind of confusing for a lot of buyers and sellers is that the seller generally pays for the homeowner's policy, but ultimately that policy protects the buyer. So it's almost like you're paying it forward. So a lot of times seller, sellers will look at net sheets and go, why am I paying for this for the buyer? But when they purchased the property, the previous seller had, had paid for it as well. So generally um, on the buy side, there's not a whole lot of fees um, as far as the lender's policy goes. Got it. Thanks, Samantha. All right. So I know Sean, obviously on the lending side of things with a seller is a little different. Um, do you just really want to quickly explain what cross qualifying or cross qualifying is, Sean? 
Yeah, so cross-qualifying is when you know, a seller really just wants to know that the person coming in and, and making the offer on the home has the, has the ability to perform and is going to be able to close the loan. So they will ask, they will ask the, um, permission for their lender to share with the listing agents lender, the, their financial information, which, which will be their online approvals, some pay stubs, maybe some income proof of funds and those types of things. So especially in this market, when it's, um, when it's, there are many, many offers to choose from the seller just wants to make sure they're selecting the right one. Um, so, uh, lender, we, you have to have all your upfront, um, and, and ready for that. So, um, so that, so that with, again, with the permission of the buyer to give all of that, all of that financial information to the listing agent. Thank you, Sean. All right, Tanya escrow on the seller side now. Oh, sorry. I thought I was talking and I was muted. <laughs> I said, okay. All right, Tanya, uh, on the seller uh, side, go ahead. Yeah. I got a little ahead of myself earlier, but, um, yeah, for the, the seller side, it's the same thing. It's also $2 per thousand is 450 base. So it would also be the 2050. Um, and what I was saying is that when, when you do have an HOA as a seller, you're going to have to pay upfront fee, um, sometimes to get the HOA docs over to the buyers. So that's actually a seller fee that gets paid by the seller ahead of time. So it'll probably happen during escrow. You'll get a call from escrow saying it costs X amount of dollars to get the, um, to pay the upfront fee for HOA docs. Um, and that has to be paid obviously by the seller during escrow. Um, and then also the HOA company will charge a HOA transfer fee, um, because it really takes a lot of work really to transfer the name over from one person to the other and the HOA docs. <laughs> so it's really that to transfer over the docs and the name, um, from the HOA fee, I'm an HOA company. So, um, that usually is, we usually estimate about 500 just to be on the safe side. It really varies per HOA company. And those are like the fees you'll see from escrow. The only other one that I think that I can think of, um, is the sub escrow fee, which actually gets paid to title, but a lot of times it gets lumped into escrow fees because, um, it says escrow in there. And that's because in Southern California, um, how Sam has talked about escrow and title are kind of split up a little bit more. It's um, independent escrow companies working with title companies. Um, so then because it's not the same escrow and title company doing the transaction, um, they charge like a $75 sub escrow fee. And that's about it. Thank you. I almost forgot. Um, so on the buy side for a real estate agent, you don't pay commission. Um, however, on the sell side, you do pay commission. You pay commission, real estate commission, at least for your real estate agent. Um, on the sell side, you pay the listing agent and you also pay the buyer's agent. So normally what I do is actually contact um, Drea or Tanya and I pretty much ask them to provide me what's called a net sheet. So if you, one of you guys can explain maybe what a net sheet is for the sellers, that would be great. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So Annette Sheet, when you reach out to us and you let us know, hey, I'm looking to help sell this home um, at this purchase price, this is the commission total percentage. Um, we basically calculate what the prorated taxes are going to be. What It's it's a seller's estimated, um, what they're going to net on the sale of their home. 
So based on the purchase price, we calculate how many taxes are either going to have to pay. Um, and we plug in the commission total. We can get title fees for you. We plug in our escrow fee. You know, we take other things into account, like what it costs to do the final recording. And at the end of the day, we'll and we'll be able to tell you up front, if you sell the home at this purchase price, um, this is how much the fees are and how much that seller is going to be able to take home um, at the closing. And that's including everything, right? Like title as well? That does include title. It includes escrow. Um, if the seller... They might be selling their house for 800000 but they might still owe, let's say, 500000 So we'll plug that in there as well if you uh, have that information. So, yeah. Okay. We even include um, uh, something that's called a um, like termite inspection, natural hazard disclosures. The, we estimate the HOA transfer fee and plug it in on there as well. Got it. Thank you, Drea. I did... Um, I forgot a couple fees on both sides, actually, um, which is actually, so the notary fees. So obviously in the last year, we've seen a little bit more of uh, mobile notaries. People have been, you know, at home. So um, there's a, a notary fee on the buy side for when they're going to sign their loan documents. And that usually is an average from 200 to $250. And that is paid to the notary, but it does, um, it, it comes out, it ends up paying it. To the notary from um and then also uh because same thing sellers usually can come into the office and sign with your escrow officer but because of covid and everything going on you've been seeing a lot more mobile notaries homes to sign it's usually $25 dollars $100 to $125 um really depending on the situation and to the notary and that's it Perfect. Thank you, Tanya. All right, Samantha, last one. Uh, fees for sellers. Yes, fees for sellers. So as I touched on when we talked about buyers, um, generally speaking, the sellers cover the homeowner's policy for the buyers coming in. It is based off of the sales price. So all of our title fees are posted with the Department of Insurance. So we're heavily regulated when it comes to title and our fees um, because they are all posted fees. We're not allowed to discount. So like I said, they are based on the sales price. So for instance, a million dollar sales price, the homeowner's policy would be $2,501. So $2,501. And then some of the other fees, and that's just for the basic title policy. Um, some of the other fees, Tanya had touched on that earlier, the sub escrow, whenever we're using um, another escrow company because title and escrow are separate, um, we do charge $125 sub escrow fee. And then the other fees that could be um, lumped into it as well is the county requires an e-recording fee which a lot of people didn't really understand e-recording until COVID hit. Um, and thank goodness San Diego County is an e-recording county. So we business conducted as usual during COVID that we were still able to close transactions because they electronically record with the County of San Diego. Um, there are some counties in California that do not do e-recordings. So it was really difficult um, for some of those houses to close in those counties when COVID hit because 
they weren't able to actually record their deals. And if the county recorder's office is closed and not doing e-recordings, you cannot close on the property. Oh um, so, yeah, so it did hold up some escrows um, during COVID during that time. Luckily, San Diego was not one of them. Um, one tip that I always tell some of my clients is, you know, when you are closing a transaction and the recorder's office, let's say it's a holiday weekend, um, and I tell lenders this too, if it's a holiday weekend, like I'll see it during Thanksgiving, where obviously Thanksgiving is always a Thursday. And so the recorder's office will be closed Thursday and Friday. And now people will start freaking out thinking that they're open on Friday and now they can't close till Monday. So um, they could have interest charged during that time. So I always tell everyone, you know, when looking at your close of escrow date, make sure um, you look at the holidays and things like that, because we're kind of at the recorder's office mercy when it comes to that. So we cannot close a deal if they're closed. Um, so even, even with electronic recording, if they're closed, we can't do anything about it. And every county in the state of California is completely different. Some celebrate some holidays, some don't celebrate other holidays. It's, it's really interesting how the whole state operates. But yeah, in general, when it comes to the fees, um, it is based on the sales price. And we also help out on net sheets as well to break down all those fees. But I know a lot of times when sellers are looking at that net sheet, they're looking at all these fees and title and escrow do get lumped in together. So they see a large amount, but it's actually two different companies, um, two different, completely different things. So yeah. I'm glad that we're clarifying that today. Yeah. Thank you. That was really helpful. No, you're on the recorder's office uh, details. Do you want to touch on, I think it's really important to touch on kind of what's happening right now with the recorder's office and how backed up yeah. they are all because of COVID. And oh, yeah. Yeah, so with the recorder's office right now, um, so there's actually only two locations open to the public right now, which are CNT and San Marcos. And you have to have, it's by appointment only. You cannot walk in. Um, so like, and that comes down to even like birth certificates, marriage licenses, you name it. I mean, they handle all of that. So it's by appointment only. And because of this and because of COVID, we're seeing a lot of transfers. Like I'll have people reach out to me asking for the most recent deed or how come we're not seeing the ownership transfer yet on public record. And the reason for that is because the recorder's office is so backed up and inundated with the amount of volume they're doing. And they're still on skeleton crew too, as well, because of COVID. Um, we're seeing a lot of these transfers not even show for a month down the road. Um, we can always pull deeds. Like if you close a transaction, I know, for instance, um, if you live downtown and you're trying to move into your building, they will require some form of ownership. So anytime I tell my agents, if you need a copy of a deed to prove ownership, just reach out to me because a lot of times they won't have any proof of ownership for a month down the road because they are so inundated right now. And it's trying to get through to someone at the recorder's office. is It's almost like the DMV. It's like pulling teeth. I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, yeah, it's bad right now. Well, that's why it's important to have a good team. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was great. Um, thank you so much for, for chiming in again. So we'll do this again on next Thursday. I'm hoping – I don't – I really do feel like there's just a lot more people on Clubhouse that are maybe more business people, but – I think we should just maybe try to add others that aren't in the real estate realm because there's a lot of tech people on here too. I think that would those those people would be great.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the P-Money Show. For more information, follow at Paulina Sells San Diego.